Hey girl, today is a follow-up to the episode on July 3rd, episode 116. And we're going to talk about following the diet rules and is it really working for you? Are you tired of following the rules, quote unquote, to lose weight and exhausted by how little results you see from it? Are you finally ready to eat the same every day without anxiety, without guilt, without stress and frustration around your choices? I'm going to share the last two keys in this episode that can really help you begin to shift from the rule following to the freedom and flexibility of what moderation can bring. So I hope you'll stick with me. Let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, Gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health. This podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. This journey that I've been on for so many years really brought me to a place of complete and total exhaustion, sick and tired of being sick and tired of thinking about food, obsessed with food, obsessed with my body, obsessed with all of it. And I guess it really, you know, coming to a place in my life where in my 20s, I obsessed, in my 30s, I obsessed. And it's like, finally, when I started to get into my 40s, things really began to shift. And I and maybe that's just part of becoming older getting a little more wiser, getting a little bit more or less concerned about the comparison of this world. And, you know, I wish I would have had this mindset when I was in my twenties because of how much more joy that I could have been experiencing in my life. But this following the, the culture of diet, following the rules, following all these things, it's just so completely exhausting. And really coming to that point was really what helped me begin to to make that change and make that shift. And I want to share that with you today. You know, in part one, I shared what Moderation 365 was, really unlearning all the diet rules, unlearning the behaviors and the old food narratives that we have grown up with, that we adopted, whether it was in our teens, in our 20s, you know, and really being able to understand that truly freedom from the diet that we don't have to live this life of constantly following the rules. We can actually live in moderation, we can actually live eating things that we love and enjoy and doing it in such a way we don't feel the anxiety around food, less restriction, less rules, and less all or nothing mentality. So I want to review the first two keys that we talked about. And, you know, for moderation, when people say that, you know, sometimes people just don't understand what, well, what is moderation? It's very hard to define. But in this term, in this sense that we were talking about, moderation really is truly a feeling more so than anything else. It's a feeling of satisfaction. It's learning what this feels like for you. What does it feel like to be satisfied around food? What does it feel like to be satisfied when you're eating food, after you've eaten food? And it really does come down to, you've got to figure this out for yourself. And once you do, there's no turning back. The first two keys I shared, uh, the first one is discernment. And this is really part of the the dozens of diet rules that 
that really don't matter. The things that we are following, the things that we think that people tell us. I was doing a session the other day and somebody said, well, they, they say that eggs are bad for you. Who's they, first of all? And second of all, no, they're not. And, you know, it really comes down to what works for you. If you don't like eggs and you don't think that they make you feel good, then don't eat them. Okay. For some people, they like eggs. They're a huge part of their diet. They enjoy them. They make them feel good. They fill them with protein. So it's really not about labeling food as good or bad. It's really letting go of those rules that don't matter to you. You've got to be able to discern that and not get caught up in all the stuff. The second one, the key that I shared was mindfulness. You know, moderation really makes you slow down. Mindfulness being taking that pause taking that pause before you start diving in that that container or that box of Oreos. Slow down when you're starving, you get home and really think about, okay, let me have this snack, whatever it might be, a healthier snack, an apple, whatever, so that I can tide myself over until I can make a nice meal that's going to satisfy me instead of just going straight for the pantry and just diving in. You have to understand that mindfulness is a huge piece of being able to shift how you have used these diet rules your entire life, getting in touch with your hunger, energy, and cravings. All right, today I'm going to actually share the last uh, three keys with you. And they are, I'm sorry, actually, the first day I actually shared three keys. The third key is okay, you have the discernment mindfulness. And then the last, the third key that I shared was satisfaction factor. If you remember this from that episode, being able to use dietary fats or dairy to make more like a condiment so that you're able to create that satisfying, for for example, a salad, you're adding a little bit of cheese to make that a satisfying salad. If you completely get rid of the cheese and you're eating this salad, which is vegetables and very little salad dressing, maybe a little bit of oil, maybe a little bit of vinegar, no cheese, nothing on there that's really satisfying for the palate. It's just more vegetables and, and lettuce. It's better to add the cheese than to, in two more hours, you're like, golly, that, that lunch was not satisfying. Then you start diving into a sleeve of cookies. And so it's really about that satisfaction factor. So First three keys, discernment, mindfulness, and that satisfaction factor. Go back and listen to that episode if you need to. All right, let's dive into these last two keys today. And the fourth one is, it goes along with, with mindfulness, but it really is about an abundance mindset. For so long, we have operated in this scarcity, in scarcity. And, and when that, when it, you talk about scarcity, it's like, when am I going to get my next meal? Am I going to run out of food? You know, are we going to have enough? Because of this restrictive way of life when, with the diet culture, you're restricting your calories. You're constantly in scarcity. When am I going to be able to eat again? I'm not scheduled to eat until four o'clock, so I should probably wait until then, even though I am starving. And it's really about shifting your mind. For me, this was probably a huge piece of my shift. And really changing it from any food is available to me at any time. 
I am gr- I'm a grown woman. I'm a I'm a, an adult. I can make a decision for myself. And there should be really nothing off limits. If I want to go eat something, I'm going to go eat it. And that simply in my mind registered, well, if I can have whatever I want whenever I want it, then I don't feel like I'm focusing on the things that I've been restricting myself from. If I'm giving myself permission to have it, well, then I probably don't want it because really we want the things that we're not allowed to have, right? So we just can't get ourselves off of thinking about those things. And instead you've shifted your mindset to say, well, I can have that if I really want it, but you know what? It doesn't really sound good right now. I don't want that. And then that passes. And a few weeks later, you're like, oh, I, I thought about having that, but no, it just just doesn't really sound good. And so being able to shift your mind to understand that you have the ability to have any food at any time. And if you're living in the United States, we are in abundance of food. It is ridiculous how much food is around us. And, you know, I live in an area where there's a restaurant on every corner and you can pretty much get any cuisine that you want and whatever kind of serving you want, it is available. And it's a mindset to understand that I don't have to restrict myself. I give myself permission. That for me changed everything. Food FOMO, ever heard of it? Fear missing out on particular types of food. You have the anticipation of future deprivation. So for example, I should probably eat this right now because I don't know when I'm going to be able to get another piece. For example, go to a wedding and there's wedding cake. You go to a wedding and that's just something that, well, I should probably have this piece of wedding cake because I don't know when next I'm going to go to a wedding and I just love wedding cake. Well, if you really truly want it and it looks good to you, just have a sample of it. Take a little bite. If you enjoy that, if it tastes good to you, if it's not not dry and it's like a perfect moist piece of cake that you love, then ha- then have some. If it's really not that great, don't don't force yourself to eat it all and then feel guilty for you know consuming it and like all those calories you're like, "Oh, that really didn't satisfy me." Again, coming back to satisfaction factor. But food FOMO is really the anticipation of future deprivation. I'm going to miss out on this if I don't. You know, uncovering old food narratives also kind of plays into this. And when I was growing up, I was always fighting my brothers for what was good in the grocery cart that my mom decided to get that week. And we were really restrictive on what we could have. You know, my mom, she would buy us like, special K cereal and regular plain Cheerios. And we would like load it up with sugar because we just didn't, we just wanted sugar and she would never buy the junk cereal. Never. And, you know, of course, when I became an adult, I'm like, well, I can buy that. I'm an adult. I can have it whenever I want to. And, you know, the, the, whenever my mom did get something that, that we all really liked, my brothers would try to eat it all in like the first three hours of getting home from the grocery store. So it was like this fight. It was it was constantly always, well, I got to get it now because if I don't get it now, I'll never get it. And so this created this issue within me that was like, well, hurry, but hurry, hurry up and eat them all, you know, make a batch of cookies and what well, go back to my old food narrative. You better hurry up and get as many cookies as you can because you don't know if you're going to be able to get any. So carrying that into my adulthood, well, I better hurry up and eat these because, you know, <laughs> even though I'm living by myself. I've had this idea of, I just got to hurry up and eat them up because I may not be able to get any more, which is so 
not true. And so it's beginning to address those things in your life that you settled into as even a child and carried them on into adulthood. So that's the key number four, abundance mindset. The fifth key and final key is choices versus decisions. Understanding the difference that you are, you've already made a choice. You make a choice to eat healthy for you. You made a choice to eat the things that are going to fuel your body and you're going to do it in a way that's satisfying. You're going to make a choice. You've already established that. That's just part of what you do. You make a choice every day to get up and you exercise and you do the things. It's not about you've got three different things in front of you and then you just change your, you change your, you make a decision at the, at the split second moment because you've already chosen what your life looks like. You've already chosen what you want to do to make your, reach your goals. So really it's knowing yourself versus the mercy of situation, getting yourself into a situation. You go out to lunch with friends and you, you already know that the best things that fuel you are a good source of protein, a good high fiber gets lots of veggies and what that looks like. So you go to a restaurant and you already have in your mind, I'm going to get a salad and I know what salad I'm going to get. Cause I love the salad at this restaurant. And then you get into the table and then you look at the menu and everybody else at the table is like deciding on burgers and fries. And you had already made that decision in your mind because of the choice that you made to, to try to reach this goal of maintaining eating a, a big salad for lunch because you know that's what makes you feel good. So you get to the table and you make the decision that, you know what, I think I'm going to pick the burger and fries. That sounds really good. So you're at the mercy of the situation because you're letting decisions define and you're you're letting these options change what choice you have already made in your mind. So really being able to eat moderately everywhere. You know, if you want to have a French fry off somebody's plate, have a French fry off somebody's plate just to taste it. But you don't have to have a whole plate of it just because somebody else is having it, even though you've already made this choice to have your big salad for lunch. So really understanding that you don't have to succumb to the, the situation that you are in. You can make good choices for yourself in moderation and understand that you can really have anything you want, but if it's not going to satisfy you, if it's not going to make you feel good after that meal, then make the decision that's going to do so. Following rules keeps you trapped. I cannot express this enough. You may already feel that. You may feel like I just don't have the ability to get around food and not have anxiety. I've got to follow these rules and it stresses me out. It gives me anxiety and I don't know what to do. Well, I am here for you. I have been through it. I know that this is a, a really difficult place to be because it's so feels so alone. So I, I hope that you have gotten something from these five keys and that you can really understand that if you begin to implement these, things will begin to change. Would love to encourage you. Would love to hear from you. You can email me at Tara J, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. And if you'd like to come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, we are there encouraging and trying to engage with one another in this journey together so that we can find our freedom. Take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. 
Here's to you breaking free. God bless.